Hello, and welcome to my podcast on online classes in secondary education. My name is Becky Ng, and I want to tell you more about online learning and secondary instruction. The main component of curriculum and instruction is developing the framework for a successful course. Um, there's a lot of advancement in technology these days and many people have turned to online courses for learning. Typically, when we think of online courses, we think of college-level courses. However, secondary grade levels are starting to develop more online learning as well. Secondary-level students are using online courses for credit recovery, advanced classes, earning credits in a hurry, and new challenges in a different pace. Typically, these classes are used in a, they're taken in a computer lab, a library, in a classroom, or at home, and the students can log into their school's learning system and move through the course, which often includes different uh, modules, lessons, podcasts, and then students will complete assessments, formal assessments, writing assignments, or quizzes. One of the benefits of online courses is that students can have a fresh challenge. There are a lot of smaller districts that do not have advanced level courses, and students can take these advanced courses online. Another benefit is for teachers. Uh, many of the online courses come with a prepackaged curriculum. There is a teacher named Ms. McBride who used the prepackaged curriculum as a foundation, but then was able to modify the tasks to create authentic digital age skill development and higher order thinking skills. So she used the pre-developed curriculum and kind of took what she wanted and then created her own improved curriculum that she felt worked better for her student population. There are some disadvantages to online learning. Um, many educators can be challenged to learn these new teaching strategies. And students are not familiar with um, the type of resources that are provided with the online learning. For example, a school used um, an online summer school program and there was an additional math tutoring that students were resistant to use because it was online. So online learning has become increasingly common in secondary grade levels. Uh, it allows students to get ahead, it allows to make up lost credits, and students can take on challenging courses that aren't provided at their school. Um, it can be challenging for teachers and students to utilize the new form of learning, but once it's understand, understood and the challenges are addressed, online learning can really be a strategy utilized by curriculum and instructional educators for secondary instruction. So again, my name is Becky Ng. And that is a little bit more information about online learning and secondary in secondary education. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to this special podcast. 
My name is Super Dave. Our topic today is online learning in secondary education. I am speaking with Ms. Becky Eng, 8th grade teacher at Southmore Intermediate School. I have a few questions. Let's start with, what is your educational background? Hello Dave, thanks for having me in today. I have my bachelor's degree in education and I am currently working on my master's degree in curriculum and instruction. I have taught for five years and I am starting to focus more on the curriculum and instruction component of education. What influenced your decision to write about online learning in secondary education? Well, I have noticed an increase in technology usage in the secondary education classes. As a curriculum and instructional specialist, I see the future of our education incorporating online and virtual instruction. Are there currently any online classes provided for secondary level students? Yes, there are some. Mainly there is credit recovery, advanced level courses, an option for students to complete credits in a hurry, and an option for students to have a different pace from traditional class setting. So are there any downsides to online learning? Yes. Many teachers can be resistant to trying new things, and students as well. I think if online learning is slowly introduced to our students and teachers, and not pressured to change their teaching style or learning style, we may be seeing online learning becoming more common. Well, Becky, thank you for coming and talking with us today. Sounds like you have some great ideas. Thank you for having me, Super Dave.